The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to episode 588 of the League Cast Podcast. I'm Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden uh, Rockarts and Colton Sweat. Hey, I'm... Fourth and Nick still. <laughs> this is only number three. This is only number three. I'm cutting out our, our summoner spell, our summoner names. Okay. Um, hey, guys. We've got hey. a couple of new patrons. <laughs> Shut Dude, up. Cutting <laughs> out our summoner spells. Hey, guys. <laughs> Nick, All right, look, Nick, it's been a long they, day. It's been a long day. When you day. were getting your haircut, did they accidentally like shave off some brain cells? <laughs> yes, I'm, that's what I'm going to blame. <laughs> hey, we've got four new patrons, a little bit of Leecast news, no new news. So we're going to we're gonna have a little chat, you, uh, you and I, and, and you, and all of our listeners. Um, and we're going to talk about Blungle, of course, everyone. Um, we're going to talk about Competitive League. We've got quarterfinals done. Very exciting. We'll hear from NordVPN, and we'll close out with Roundtable and a couple of emails. Aiden, how was your three weeks? Yeah, it's been a while. I've been very sick. I'm going to try to cut out as much coughing as I can uh, by either muting myself or editing it out when I know. That's very off. fun. <laughs> um, I'm still pretty sick. As you can kind of tell, I'm going to mm-hmm. stifle some coughs. Um, but I'm feeling a lot better than I was the last couple weeks. Uh, doctor Good. said I probably had bronchitis. That's pretty poggers, I would say. Um, but I'm feeling good. Um but uh, other than that, uh, just lots of league. Uh, played some ranked games. I'm currently two zero in my series to master tier. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you're crushing uh, it, dude. I think I'm gonna end master tier. Is my guess. Uh, but stay tuned. <laughs> it's, a, it's an exciting. I'm tale. really interested in what your your actual MMR is because it's it's gotta be like probably what, like masters two hundred points. Well, based yeah. based on the people uh, you played in like in that one lobby like masters 100 ish i would say yeah i'll, I'll like send you as the screenshot when when you guys are doing your weeks but um i i i screenshotted um my history from last night's first game i think uh and it was, it was like master or 250 average i would say in the first game oh was um, it was it the one you sent in um in the general chat did i send yeah. it to you guys uh, uh, yeah I send, I you sent it to general chat i thought it was lower than that which didn't make sense to me because you've won so many games, but yeah, no, okay, it's like days. master, like, like I think the lowest person other than myself was like master hundred. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, and, and like it, it definitely varies even a lot game to game because like, mm-hmm. I know like even when I was like masters one hundred points, every now and then I'd have a game where like everyone else in the game was like four hundred points, and I was like, what the fuck, why am I in this game? <laughs> but I, I feel like you're actually there, and I, I don't know, my MMR is is significantly lower than my actual rank 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I just found the screenshot. It's me, D190, then it's Master 280, Master 30, Master 170, one Master 120, Master 100, Master 200, Master 100, <laughs> Master 170, Master 180. <laughs> Damn, okay. Higher than higher than I thought. But yeah, it's been fun. Uh, fucking top lane's easy. You just coin flip every game and you win the ones that you shouldn't win. Uh, it's great. Um, so it's really nice because I only have to win one out of my X3 to be Master tier, um, which means it's a 12% chance when I'm flipping coins, so... Okay, hey, twelve and a half. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> where, uh, Aiden? Where did you get this actual fair coin? Because when I flip coins, I go twenty-four, <laughs> one in twenty-four. Just weighted one way or the other. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, no, but it's been fun. Uh, I think I'm pretty good at the character. I think Tom Kench Top isn't even that strong right now. Um, but I think it's I, strong I, when you don't need your E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like his actual like laning phase is not very strong. I still oh, think yeah, he's a very sure. team supportive character. And the meta obviously being bottom lane being very, very strong means if you just don't play for lane, you're doing fine. Like I I, <laughs> I think I was telling Colton and uh, Trevor that um in one of my games I just did a late invade with my five man team. So like I was invading at like one forty <laughs> or Damn. or whatever. Uh and then I just TP'd the lane after we killed them in the invade. <laughs> like, <laughs> And it's like, I don't know, that's like, I think that's bad for like any other character, but like, I don't know if your bot lane gets ahead, you just win so many games. So Mm -hmm. I sent you the fucking, uh, what I put this uh, clip from no arm, what lead the best Tom Kench in uh, chat today. Um, it's just after he, he just plays a game where he like loses lanes so fucking hard because he gets like eight man top like a bunch of times and he wins the game because his bottom lane's just winning and he's just <laughs> dude he's so fucking angry he's losing his and mind I said when you get weak sided top and then Nick said when you get weak sided bottom <laughs> but it's just funny dude but anyways I've been having fun uh, I also played through all of Ghost of Tsushima uh, that game's fucking sick that's the only other thing nice. I've done I think since so it's been good did that game what about you? come out this year? no it came out <laughs> last year right? last year okay um, but yeah it was good. Nice. So, speaking of Aiden's uh, ranked this year, I, I I looked something up a minute before the show, and it, it turned out the numbers were a lot closer than I thought they'd be. So, so Nick and Aiden, I have a, a question for you. Which mm-hmm. number do you think is higher? Aiden's total number of ranked games, that's Flex and Solo Queue, or Colton's unique played champions in ranked? <laughs> it's got to... I mean... <laughs> The fact that you're bringing it up, it's got to be you, right? I think you not by like a lot. That's that's my guess. All right, so Aiden, you're saying yourself? Yeah, yeah. And, all right, I'm so your you're okay. picks. Uh, it's it's me with 101 unique champions. <laughs> oh Aiden, God. you have 99 rankings. Aiden, you have 99 rankings. That's oh crazy. wait, is it? Does that yes. inc- oh does that include flex as well? He's counting my flex. Yeah. I only have like 60 total. Like, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. He's got. No, I said. I said solo and flex. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. That was part wow. of the question. <laughs> That's insane. I still got it right. That's insane. You did get it right. So I, I still <laughs> have a little bit of time to get one game on every champion in a season. If I if I give up on the the attempt to get back to master. That's what I'll do. Is I'll just make sure to get one game in on every champion. <laughs> that's that's probably good. That's that's a. What rank do you think you end if you have to pl- if you have to get a win on every character of the game? So if I did to like get a win on every character, oh, in the game. yeah, you have to play until you get a win on every character. Um, what's your, like? Where do you at? like? Let's just say you start. Plat like if three. I, if if I start there and like once I get a win on them, I'm done with that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I I feel like I probably don't <laughs> break fifty percent win rate. No, definitely. I don't think mo- I don't think most people. Do, no, right? no, yeah, not at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think if I if I started, you said what plat three? Yeah. 
I think I'd probably end that plot four. Yeah. <laughs> you probably don't demote, but, like, it, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. There's like, some I, characters that are just, like, they're just so fucking hard. How many like, ASL games do you fucking play, like? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing is that, the, like, champions like that, especially if, if you were planning a strategy like this, I, I think the most optimal way to do it would be to just take all of those hard characters you don't know how to play. Play support. And yeah, you just play him support <laughs> with like Imperial Mandate or something. Or just 50-50 like, a top lane. Yeah, right. You just like, you just hope. Because <laughs> like I, I, I played Zoe for the second time ever last night in a ranked game. The only other time I'd played her was like once in an ARAM. Yeah, won my first game on her, so 100% win rate. But it's like, if you just play it support, you don't have to actually know how to use your champion. Well, and specifically, I mean, Zoe support's really good right now. Y- yeah, that's, played, yeah. Played against me. um yeah so that that was my little quiz question i I guess i'll uh go into my week where uh, i played some ranked games i won a lot of them i lost a lot of them i'm currently at d3 95 lp so hopefully d2 soon Uh, i've been playing a decent amount with uh, trevor as he recovers his mechanics and will soon shoot past me and get back into masters probably uh, if not, he'll tilt hard and go do- down to D4 like I did. Um, <laughs> it's like D180. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is he, already? he is? Wow, that's insane. Yeah. I, yeah, we were playing together, and he like just got into D1. I think he was like 20 or 30 points when we that we finished, and now he's at 68 points and in a game. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm trying to think if I really did a whole lot otherwise or in gaming um still been playing ori in the blind forest kind of picked that back up again this week so progressing through that doing platforming and uh getting mad at certain sections like there's there's one like big checkpoint event where it was like a race against the map kind of where like you opened up a, a flood of water and it was like you had to you know like outpace the water but it didn't move at a fixed rate. It was like a fixed distance behind you, mm. if that makes sense. So like in the first section, if I finished it in eight seconds, it would be just behind me when I finished. But if I finished it in like three seconds, it would still be the same distance behind me, which is really frustrating. Like, I guess at a certain point, like if you were too far ahead of it, it would just catch itself up to a certain distance. But it was just like really frustrating when you're like, oh man, I did that section like twice as well that time. Too bad it didn't matter at all. And I'm just going to still fuck up on the later thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's about it for my week. Nick, uh, I heard that you recently got a haircut. Do you want to tell us about that? I got that? a haircut today. It's fresh as fuck, my guys. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, I watched Black Adam this past post weekend. pictures to the Discord? No, I'm not posting pictures. Lame. No, they have to pay for that. Oh, okay. Um, I watched Black Adam this weekend. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I played, I think, one solo queue game. Yeah, one solo queue game this week. I won it, so I stopped playing. Um, got back to D2. That's exciting. Uh, quick little pit stop in D3. Uh, tomorrow I will be D1. Guaranteed. Bet. Just Ooh. kidding. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would be happy to finish D1. Hopefully masters if i have the the ability to push for it but i at this point you know i uh i peaked at d169 i think which is the highest i've ever been so hey i'm gonna i'm gonna take take it for what it's worth 
Do we, what's the last date of the ring season again? November 15th. 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 I was going to say 14th. Oh. God, I, I really need to get a move on because I'm going to be like out of town for the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Playing and I are going to, or, uh, Colton and I are going to a wedding, not our own, not with each other. So with each other, it's our wedding. Don't I've lie. Already, I've already said it's not. So well, cool. you're lying to our listeners and I don't appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but uh, yeah. And then, and then we're watching worlds the next weekend. So that'll be pretty, uh, pretty poggers making a special Canada trip um anything else i think that's it so hey we don't have any news but we have some we have four new patrons if you want to tell us about them colton yeah our four new patrons if i can find the show notes there it is actual yordle crocked patser 23 dan man i think i talked i think i said these last week oh, yeah but anyway and aaron d hey you, you got a double announcement account then double announcement i think i put these in and then like i was like i i've never heard these right but i just haven't ah, been there <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so hey thank you again for those who got repeated and thank you i think aaron the new one on the list uh, yeah for joining our patrons who we're not calling the g2 army i don't think anymore or maybe we are <laughs> we made fun <laughs> of uh dan man's multiple choice abilities True. last week so <laughs> um awesome do you guys want to jump all the way down to guaranteed guffaws yeah because there's nothing fucking else do we want to have a discussion or do we want to hear about blungle first tell us about blungle dude you're not even good at blungle i'm i'm i okay aiden i don't know where the flame comes from by the way because i don't think i've lost on blungle yet you just build Um, him like shit why why is sunfire bad because it's the most expensive mythic. You're playing a support character. Just build fucking what's it? What's no, it? Turbo are chem, you turbo chem tank? Are you looking at? Are you looking at the items or my build? Yes. Are you? Because I'm building lethal tempo and W Max. Why would I'm trying I? To, Sunfire's goaded on him. I don't see any Blungle games in your match history. Yeah, it's, it's on, on my Smurf. Smurf. It's one game. Also, I played oh. two normal games on my. Two normal games He's of it building on my Sunfire main. though, Colton. The two build paths are you go AP with like Nashers, or you go fucking just uh, Turbo Chem Tank. But why would I not go Sunfire? Because it's four hundred gold more expensive. Yeah, it's four hundred gold more expensive. It, it synergizes way better with what I'm trying to do. You don't also synergize well with you're gonna what you're gonna do? Fucking Chem Tank, because then you just run at them. No, Chem Tank sucks. That's what W's for. True, <laughs> that's what W's for. Aiden. Um. Anyway. Uh, he doesn't even play Blitzcrank. Don't listen to him. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't even play Blungle. He doesn't know. I'm Aiden, looking up the build rate of fucking... Aiden, I don't care what other people Blunfire. say. I don't you care. You have a 50% <laughs> win rate on Blitzcrank this season, Aiden. You're I yeah, it's like a 1kda too. No, it's probably, it's probably better to build Iceborne. It's, it's cheaper. I just value Sunfire more than Iceborne, which is probably wrong of me. Also but... Turbo Chem Tank, not Iceborne, but yeah. I mean, I yeah. think Turbo Chem Tank sucks, so... <laughs> but the one thing... <laughs> The one thing I can say about Sunfire is so bad. You can probably shred like Dragon and Baron with Oh yeah, for sure. So so the big changes to Blitzcrank that make this possible um is that um they added some max health on hit true damage or uh magic damage to his W when it's active, so you deal one percent of your target's max HP as magic damage on hit. Um and then his E does bonus damage to um jungle camps uh as well so his his clear is not very good i would just three camp um into gank probably or maybe four camp if you could squeeze in a wolf uh wolf camp uh but you max w then max e then max q uh you 
gank i mean your ganks are really 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 good um you just run up power fist them and then hook them whenever they're cc'd uh, or lead with hook if you're able to uh, i like ghost on him uh, and then i run lethal tempo with um coup de gras alacrity or tenacity if you desperately need it last stand really good with your passive um then water walking celerity in the sorcery tree taking attack speed adaptive force and armor or health um depending on what you need uh, i like going sunfire but i recognize that that is um expensive and maybe not the best i'll, I'll give uh, you this nick at least um based on the myth that like item builds for bullet crank mm-hmm. uh at the very least sunfire is the second highest winner after turbo chem tank um like and they're very close they're like within a percentage of each other yeah uh, going nashers or, or iceborne fucking is turbo low win rate wait really <laughs> so like, yeah the fucking nashers has a 46 percent win rate on blitz jungle interesting um, so i, I wonder if it's 48 percent. i wonder if it's one of those things where um it's also higher you, play rate so like more people are probably just casually building that I, i'm also wondering if if you have the gold for sunfire you're ahead already and the chance yeah. of you winning is probably higher um i i just think for for what i like to do with the lethal tempo and and w max you get a lot a lot of attacks uh and you stack up the sunfire really quickly and then are you're able to proc it really really well um your your dragon damage is like absolutely insane mm-hmm. uh between your the w dealing max hp damage and your um your sunfire dealing a, a pretty good amount of damage um yeah i think that's it he's a uh, he, I, I would say he's probably extremely, extremely bad into champions that can just fast clear. Uh, I would <laughs> I would not pick him into like Graves or Hecarim or anyone like that because you're just asking to get outscaled as quickly as possible. Um, you are not terribly strong early, but you're not the weakest. Uh, you really come online when you have some points in your W because the duration goes up and the cooldown goes down, uh, as well as the attack speed and movement speed going up as well. Um so it's a uh, it is really really good for him. Um, I think it's fun. It's fun. I would I would uh, pick it as a cheese pick. Probably not something that you're gonna climb like 500 LP with or anything like that. But it's fun. Hell yeah! Any, any, uh, just any invade him on his blue and then he, you win the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I would start red and then go to uh, blue. But yeah, if if you get invaded early, it's it's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, I. You talking about Blitzcrank reminded me of a very upsetting Blitzcrank at support that I had recently. Who like I kept landing Swain E's, and he just kept not hooking until mm. after it was done. And it's just like, my guy, you can't you can't actually miss ten hooks on on rooted targets and expect to win this game. Watch me. <laughs> oh my god, he was so delusional. Made me mm-hmm. very upset. Nice. Uh, you guys ready to just have a discussion? What are we talking about? Yeah, uh, kind of just anything. I, 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 so one thing I kind of want to talk about that I saw like recently. Um, we have a lot of Yumi haters. I, I think it's like <laughs> saying it lightly. I guess. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, that being said, Which I think is the narrative fun. that I think we've also played up as a, as yeah, a yeah. bit of a meme. But I think all of us have played Yumi. I, I think she's fun as fuck to play, by the way. Um, I, I, I enjoy her as well. She's good for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think she's fun as fuck. And I just wanted one thing to like talk about was... Uh, so currently the best way to play her is as a AP damage carry. Like you play her support, obviously. You don't play her fucking mid. But then you build like just full AP items. Um, and uh, it, it's really, really important to build properly on her. Um, just because the late game, if you build her properly, you're doing 
sometimes the most damage on your team, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy because you're just an untargetable, like, yeah, untargetable exactly. mage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I see a lot of people just building her like shit. First of all, take first strike on her every fucking game. Like that that's just the easiest thing. You always get the damage, you always get the gold because you're intargetable. Um mm-hmm. super, super important. Also, a lot of people don't fucking do this. Uh take magical footwear in your runes. People are like, yeah, but Yumi doesn't build boots. Well, you can either A sell them, which I think is a good option. Okay, uh, sork free gold, or B, uh, Sork Shoes is the highest damage build for Yumi. Uh your core being Ludens, um, Dark Seal into Magias, um, Sork Shoes, and then Void Staff. Hmm. Though that is the highest hmm. damage four item build for Yumi, you're never gonna get more items than that unless the game goes to like sixty minutes. Um, yeah, right. Like it's, and especially I think the the biggest point with that is that like the eight hundred gold to upgrade to sorcerer's shoes, like at at best the best comparison would be like a blasting wand at eight fifty. Yeah. And that damage is not comparable. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people will immediately when you're like, your best damage is sorcerer's shoes, like, well, no, actually, a death cap would deal more damage. Yeah, yes, the actual comparison costs... from numbers on that. So if you have Ludens, Magias, uh, and Void Staff, the difference between having Sork Shoes, which is 1100 gold, or 800 if you have magical footwear, right, versus Lost Chapter, which is a 1300 gold item, which arguably would be what you're building otherwise mm-hmm. is about a hundred and something damage per queue like low 100 like 115 120 like, damage per queue for um, in the in the benefit of sork shoe or in lost chapter in the benefit of sork shoes uh you're, wow. you're saying CDR. lost chapter do you mean needlessly large rod no i mean lost chapter like building a lost chapter uh a, just a just second it's like, lost chapter even though you already have the no, no, I, I just saw i just saw i'm just like reading an analysis on this. Oh, okay uh, okay that's just the amount of gold and stuff um, yeah you could no, compare I, it to I, a blasting wand which is less ap than just, is it less than lost chapter mm, i actually don't know the no it's five I, more I, it's more, okay, so either way, I think it's a much more apt no, comparison because you can't buy a lo- another Lost Chapter. Yeah, so I, I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw it with Lost Chapter. It might have been Blasting Wand as the comparison. Cause I, I think hmm. they were trying to compare for like the gold amount because 1100 gold for Sork Shoes um, versus like a comparison that would, I guess, be maybe you could say um, needlessly, I guess. Yeah. Um, but either way, it's like you're doing about 100 more damage per queue on the comparison of uh, Sork Shoes and Blasting Wand, for example. Uh, which is a fucking lot, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot for sure. So, I don't know. If you're pilling Yumi, fucking take first strike and then build Luden's Magia's Sork Shoes Void Staff. Every game. It, it's super free. Interesting. Also, fucking, I want to play uh, a new cheese lane with you guys. I want to play uh, AP Twitch with AP Yumi bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's super. It's super good. Uh, Twitch Yumi. I think you can play either. Yeah, Twitch variant, but I think the AP one's more fun because he gets better stats from her. Well, uh, yeah, Don't Twitch Twitch Yumi is better if Twitch goes AP. Twitch Lulu is better if he goes AD. But I mean, they're they're both good, like you were saying. The fucking st- I think they also need to fix that mechanic. I don't think you should be able to stealth on characters with Yumi. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I'm not really sure how that would work. Like maybe just making the detection range bigger. But yeah, uh, it, it does feel really really weird to. You um, just see the cat floating around. <laughs> it does feel just really strange to have like two characters be you know in in, uh, in uh, invisible mm-hmm. yeah, either way yumi's fun as fuck to play like uh, one of my favorite like i got nick to finally play in a community game yumi garen um dude shit like that's so much fun and mm-hmm. i also feel like nick we played it like shit and it yeah we played it like shit yeah mm-hmm. and once again the whole point of yumi garen yumi garen by the way was super popular at worlds what two three years ago mm-hmm. or whatever and the whole point of yumi garen is that Garen is just a unkillable, unstoppable vessel that holds this AP untargetable cat. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. You're a you're a big a big ship carrying a, a big missile or a big yeah, torpedo. Yeah, it's or so whatever. much fun, dude. As as mm-hmm. much as you be shit for the game, she's fun as fuck to play as AP. Yeah, I mean, like it's it, it is the proverbial glass cannon. But when the glass cannon's in another dimension, it doesn't really matter that it's glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glass yeah, cannon exactly. sitting inside a cement house. <laughs> yeah, right. A it's, brick it's house. Like, yeah, it's it's totally safe. It it can't get knocked off, which again to me is the very frustrating point of of like, you know, the Garen or you know, oftentimes Solar Key, you see it on like the Hecarim where it's like, oh cool, the the Yumi didn't do anything for ten minutes jumped on the Hecarim once he had mythic and tier two boots and then just wins the game mm-hmm. i think that that's like why a lot of people are very anti yumi is because there are certainly games like that where it's like a bot could have been playing yumi and won that game but that's not most games and like bad yumis do get absolutely destroyed in lane a lot of times yeah i i would agree i think um I mean, you could make that argument uh, like about most champions. You know, there's only so much you need to do to, like, to to succeed on Annie once you're ahead, right? I guess getting ahead is the the part that is different from Yumi. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of characters that are simple and very difficult to beat if they if they get ahead, and I would classify Yumi as one of them for sure. Also, just context, uh, the, the video that I was watching, they were building uh, Codex. It wasn't Lost Chapter is the comparison. Oh, the Fiendish Codex? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which, makes, which a, lot makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it was a book. I watched it on my phone, like, <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, your uh, your Yumi build. I think, yeah, yeah. like, the, the AP poke Yumi is, I think, a lot stronger. Um, and, and I agreed, like, First Strike is just the way to go you're gonna get so much more income from it um it's a hundred percent worth it with that do we want to move into something else or do you want to do another any more discussion i don't know what's the do you have anything fun that you've been playing colton or anything you wanted to like discuss it's kind of just like an open forum because we have nothing to talk about colton can you explain to me why you don't build not you in particular but you as a generalization why you don't build bark on virus this is something that i'm passionate about that no one does at Worlds. We're not seeing any Bork on Varus at Worlds. Uh, and I mm-hmm. think the item is just turbo giga cracked. But it- yeah, we were doing some analysis, Colton, and everyone stopped building it like a month ago just randomly. Like it was mm-hmm. like 50% of Varus's <laughs> build it, and then they just dropped off a cliff to like zero. But it, it's, yeah. it's like you build. So the current pro build is Lethal Tempo um, with, I think they go Shield Bow. Yeah, it's Shield Bow typically Rage Blades mm-hmm. into like wits end commonly um so i guess for me the reason i'm typically not going blade of the ruin king is because like of what i kind of want to get later um so the, the way i've been building Varus, which i don't think a lot of people do is, is very similar to kogma where i'll go like three attack speed items into titanic into just tank um but, like, I think that I would say probably the biggest reason that a lot of Varuses aren't going Blade of the Rune King is that it doesn't have, like, any resistances. And that's why, like, Wit's End, I think, is super popular is because that magic resist is just so good at letting you survive long enough to actually get your lethal tempo stacks up. Um, as well as, like, the, like, I, I feel like when you 
get Blade of the Rune King, it doesn't feel like as much damage as it is. Like, even though it does a lot of damage, it doesn't feel like you do damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm willing to admit that because I, I do think if you look at the tooltip at the end of the game, I would wager that in every single game, Bork would be your highest damaging item, like regardless of what you buy. I, I think like the only other person that we have, like once again, there's there's zero discourse about this online, which is fucking crazy. That's what I think is the most wild thing is that no one talks about why it was built and why it's not built anymore. Um, the only other person I talked to about it was uh, Dan Man, who's obviously a very good AD carry player. Mm-hmm. Um, and his, he, he once again was like kind of like, I don't really know why people stopped building it. But his idea was that you always build um, shield bow or yeah. most people build, a lot of people build shield bow as your core mythic for Varus, right? So um, he thinks that double dipping lifesteal isn't as good anymore. And and you'd much rather get like the resist or the combo of like Runan's Rage Blade, uh, Wit's End, etc., mm-hmm. uh, rather than like going double life steal, which feels weak in the current meta. Yeah, and like, and so that's yeah. Me personally, I would much rather have like Runan's because I know I'm going to go Titanic, and Runan's plus Titanic is disgusting. Um, but I, I mean, again, yeah, I feel like you definitely could do Blade of the Rune King. I'm gonna make the bold bold claim that I think pros are building him incorrectly. I I don't see the downsides that exist. I guess like the I, only I understand thing not. I could say is that it gives just less attack speed. Like it, it doesn't, so but it, it it just synergizes so well with lethal tempo and Ginsu's like that. I think it's I, I don't know, it's insane to me that it's it, it just stopped getting built entirely. I, so I, I well I feel like I, when I'm watching competitive Varus, like I see him auto attacking a bunch and then he like he ends up with the most damage in the entire game like by far but it's like it's pretty fucking insane that it it, it could be even higher you know by itemizing like that Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't think they're as strong as you think Nick but I do think that there there has been games where it seems too good not to go like they have like fucking four or three fucking health stacking players on their team you know what i mean it feels like hmm maybe we should be changing it up like i think the i think the current build virus build is actually pretty fucking good but i do think that there's times that people are just so set in stone in what they're building you know what i mean well I, i'm of the opinion that like blade of the ring king is a mythic item like that right can't nerf because it is so core on like attack speed based carries mm-hmm. um it, which I, maybe i'm like overvaluing it um but like i i'm hard pressed to find an item that like a, a legendary item, let alone another mythic item that that deals as much damage as Blade of the Ring King does, like by itself. You know, like is it's there a, it's like a, what's the closest one? Like what's the best non mythic item? I guess like currently, um, other than Bork. like I, I guess it depends. Like, are, are we talking about for like eighty carries specifically, or just in general? I just think in general, like like I, a, I, like as a damage dealing as well. Yeah, I mean, like you, I think utility items get gets into a weird thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, because because then we could say like I mean Zonia's and Death Stands something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't know. I like I I would probably say there's not another item that's core damage. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, uh, I guess maybe we could throw in like um, Shadow Flame, which is really good. Mm. But even then, I feel like the numbers, like the the tooltip values, you you never actually wind up with that much pen damage compared to like the just the the damage that Bork does, like. And maybe the maybe the calculation is pre mitigation versus post mitigation, but I don't know. I like I think there's a reason that like Twitch spikes so insanely hard on Krakenbork that mm-hmm. it just feels like mm-hmm. rid- absolutely ridiculous. 
you know. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely have to give it a try. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any reason why like mm-hmm. it would be bad to build that. Um, I you know, I suboptimal itemization I think is kind of always around. I'd be interested. Yeah, I'll I'll try and get a game in and see what those numbers look like. I would I guess say like I don't love the build path. Oh, board. I think it has a sick build path. I think it's so good actually. Uh, I disagree. I, I love you... that you can build pickaxe and then um, the fucking double dagger thing, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. The recurve bow. It's I just think there... so many fucking items in your inventory, dude. That's the it thing is, I yeah, hate about it. It is. Yeah, yeah especially if you're like, not able to upgrade the daggers. <laughs> the the pickaxe is like a good component, but I feel like the recurve bow and the vamp scepter, when you already have shield bow, feel like nothing. So it's like... Go you park have like first. A... Easy. Mm, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Um, but shield is so fucking important to go early, man. Yeah, go second, dude. Use the use the gold that you get from from Bort kills to buy your shield bow. I'm really happy that Kraken's OP right now because like I I think AD carry needs a mythic that's not like shield bow can't be the best AD carry mythic. Like I I I agree, so fucking bad for the game. I think it it should be an option that you go. Hey, people are gonna fucking blow me up, so I'm gonna build shield bow. But like, dude, when shield bow is the best fucking mythic in the game, it just makes everything fucking miserable i think but mm-hmm. i'm glad kraken's, up. kraken's so fucking good right now yeah i think so too which is it's wild to me that it's still just a flat um uh just a flat value instead of scaling with like target <laughs> hp or whatever yeah. like it's just it, it is explicitly better versus squishy targets which i don't think people realize um but like uh, yeah yeah i i think they're all in a good spot i can we can we talk about like this will be a good segue um, as long as we're finished, um, but there is something about fucking um, Eastern Aphelioses and their combos with uh, mm-hmm. with Gale Force, like God, it's it is so satisfying to watch like uh, a good player with Gale Force um, just just like flash gale force into to our ulti and kill everyone like it's so insane yeah i do think the gale force uh damage component is like too long range personally but yeah because mm-hmm. you get a what uh i don't know how long the dash is but i know the the range of the actual proc is 750 which is fucking crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so it's that plus the dash which is kind of insane but yeah it's uh it's definitely very long um the damage is quite low, I think, unless you're like literally one HP, and at that point it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's just it's just fun to to see all the combos that you're able to to do with it. Yeah, oh, for well, sure. One thing, just to to bitch and moan because we need we haven't done enough of that in this episode. Why can't we see the uh, item damage stats and, and other non damage stats like in post game? I, I hate that in order to know, like, you have how to much load da- back into the game. Yeah, in, in order yeah. to find out how much damage my wits end did a game, I'd have to go into spectator mode, fast forward to like one second before the end of the game, and then hover over it. Like, that's mm-hmm. so dumb. They should also just have item stats for every single item in the game. Like, it shouldn't be yeah. specific items. Like, when I'm playing Iceborne Tom Kench, right? Like, I should figure out how much my Iceborne procs do by the end of the game, right? But yeah. I, I, see, I see zero reason why that shouldn't be in the game. Mm hmm. But hey, yeah, they, they should be there, especially like where they have like the runes tab now where you're like this is how much mana you got from presence of mind. This is uh, oh, blood bloodline. It just tells you when you finished it, not how much you actually lifesteal mm-hmm. like it, stats like that should be there. 
It's yeah, so sure. dumb that it's not. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, cool. we uh we ready to talk about pro play? Yeah, we yeah, can talk, about, talk it for about a little bit. Worlds. Cuz boys, this was quite the entertaining weekend. We started off on a week note, uh and then we rapidly went into like some of the more entertaining series uh maybe of all time question mark yeah it, it um, started out with rogue jdg which is the 3-0 i would say not very entertaining yeah not very yet. entertaining um the jdg it just looks so exponentially better than rogue which i think a lot of people expected um but boys i feel like jdg they've kind of got that plot armor feel it feels like they that like they can't lose to me I don't know. I mean, their bottom link, I think, is going to probably get dumpstered this weekend. But I think so, too. But then they get to play through uh, 369, which is yeah. fucking insane. And the rest of the other they're, mm-hmm. they're th- uh, soul laner and junglers are, are yeah. fucking insane. But. Yeah. I, I just... It is so entertaining to to watch that team because I feel like they're all, like... They're all on the same page. Like, they're, they're never split in a fight or anything like that. Um, and they're never afraid to, like, hey, we have to take this fight now. Like go, it yeah. doesn't like it doesn't like we'll we'll go on timings and stuff like that. Like that'll be important, but like it, it doesn't matter that we're five k down. We fight now. It feels very much like the like vibes you get when like the three of us are playing normals, where like whatever the call is, as stupid as it is, if one of us makes it, it's gonna get followed. Mm. Right, where it's like, okay, we're both a quarter HP, they're full health under tower. Aiden says, nah, we can dive this. I say, bet, let's fucking go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it seems like they have that, which is is huge. And and again, right, like it's it's that thing that people say all the time and, and is very true, right? Is that like the wrong call followed by five people is better than the right call followed by four or three. Mm-hmm. And that decisiveness is is just super influential and, and makes you win a lot of games and it's just fun it's fun to watch you know i like i don't think yeah. they're the cleanest team they're definitely not like gonna shit on every team 3-0 um but i don't think there's gonna be a jdg game that won't be like entertaining at the very least um speaking of 3-0 t1 3-0 rng however in quite the uh quite the juxtaposition a very close series all throughout i would say um, with T1 like slightly getting the upper hand in all three games, I feel like one and three were not very close. You don't think so? No, like two two was super super. Well, close. okay, so I I would like to say no, one was not close at all. I think like that game made me question like how Graves is allowed to exist. It's got in, fucked a bit in the thing, way right? he was. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was absolutely insane. I like I've played against that Graves before in solo queue, and I've wanted to die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the I, biggest meme of the first game, like I'm sure that Colton you were leading into, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but um, that fucking they last picked Nautilus into Ash Heimerdinger. Oh, uh, I posted this today, he, yeah. He, mm. Nautilus did zero damage until 21 minutes. Yep, 2140 is when he crazy? dealt his first point of damage. To, to a champion? Or to a to, champion. To a champion. To a champion. Any champion. Any, Any champion. champion. He had zero, oh, he was playing zero damage Nautilus for the first 2140. <laughs> Isn't that oh, crazy? <laughs> I, I thought that that was just to that character, not any character no. when I saw that stat. So I think That's, there was a ooh. skirmish in which he like tried to ult Faker, but Faker went invis, so it canceled the animation, mm-hmm. and that was it. Um, oh, but yeah, God. dealt a very, very little damage, I would say. Yeah, I 
I was memeing about that when I had a, a super low impact jungler who had one KP on Shaco at 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you're trying to do the zero damage to champions Trindamir, but you're playing Shaco and you're doing it wrong because <laughs> you don't hit towers. Uh, that's, yeah, uh, that, that was not a good pick. I think <laughs> Nautilus or really like any engaged tank support into Hash Heimerdinger is actually an int. <laughs> um but yeah no I, I don't know like i feel like game three it, it wasn't like a insane hands diff slaughter but i don't think that there was any point in that game past like maybe eight seven or eight minutes where i was like oh yeah they they have a pretty decent shot at this it was just like you know back to the the t1 of old where it's like well they got our red buff at four minutes, game's over because they just don't drop leads. Mm-hmm. I guess the way that I feel about it is I still felt, even after the first two games, that RNG could reverse sweep. Like, Yeah, same. Like it same. felt like those, it, it was doable. It felt like, okay, so game one was just a like a draft gap. Um, and then I, it felt like to me that game two was like, it was so incredibly close and they like it could have gone 50-50 and just happened to go T1's way. Yeah. But... It was it was entertaining. It was a good series. Yeah. Uh, so that was the first two. Up next, mm-hmm. we've got Genji and Damankia. I would say this is probably the second least entertaining series, even though it went five games. Mm-hmm. Um, Genji taking the series three two. It just I don't know. It, it didn't really stand out to me. Uh, if you ask me now, I couldn't recall like a big play from it. I guess, which maybe in a uh, you know revisionist, um, but. I I guess I'm comparing it to the next series, which was like, holy fuck! I think um, I still think it's fun. Like I, I I think it's one of those things where it feels like there was a pretty obvious roll diffs in Genji Damon. Mm-hmm. Like um like overall, uh, I I thought Showmaker fucking played great overall. Like I think there's a couple games where he got fucking diffed, but like the biggest thing was Canyon fucking shit on Peanut dude. Yeah, that was a. Uh... Canyon's pretty good at the video game. Like that was like okay, this mm-hmm. might be the MVP of like the tournament level like play. Um, and don't get me wrong, fucking game five, I think Peanut like is under credited uh, because Canyon picked his fucking Canyon, which by the way, Canyon competitive play is so fucking cool. Um, and game one, the first game they play Canyon, he gets tra- red transform in ten minutes. Game five, they adapt and play four ma- uh, four range. The only melee is Sejuani. So Peanut just purposely avoids Kane oh. all fucking game, and Kane doesn't transform until twenty one minutes. Like, Damn. oh, dude, like, oh shit, like God. that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's sick. really good. Okay, yeah. So that was the that was the three man Kane W into four man stun Cinder stun. Oh, yeah, that was that's right, still, dude. If they win that game, that's that's the that's in every single montage for the. Oh, rest absolutely. Of that was game five, right? Am I not mistaken? That's game five, and they're down eight thousand gold. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. That I uh, I I forgot about that one. That was um. Wow, that was a play. Uh, absolutely yes. insane. Um, well, yeah. I look forward to seeing that I am not caught up with the world's watching because I've been playing too it's much. Crazy cold. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty halfway fucking insane. Genji damn one. But uh, yeah. looking forward to it. Uh, and then we'll close out with the best series of these. Um, this might be an all-timer. Uh, when all said and is said and done, but Edward DRX was a, uh, it was a banger, guys. It was back and forth. I felt like the entire series. Um, it's interesting too because I, I I think 
like someone like bear <laughs> sorry i coughed a little bit um someone like barrel like dude he fucking inted hard in so many games but he also is the reason why they did so well mm-hmm. like his heimerdinger play as much as he like he plays out of position gets caught and shit like that i think he probably plays the best heimer at worlds oh absolutely i think he was like basically fucking 1v5 at some points during the game like it, it you could not play against it um just because of how oppressive uh uh it, playing mm-hmm. ahead with heimerdinger you know was and he made yeah, it yeah and way. i think part of that is probably like the other side of the coin of like why he dies so much and like gets caught out sometimes is that when you are playing like that aggressive to make it feel like they can't go anywhere or do anything sometimes it works and sometimes you just die and and look like an idiot but like hopefully if you're good enough and i think he is like that's gonna work out more often than it doesn't Mm mm-hmm yeah. Which is, like, the the funny thing about, like, watching all of the, you know, like, backseat analysts saying what these people did wrong is, like, if, if that had been the play and we stopped the clock 10 seconds earlier and asked you to, like, analyze, like, was this the right call, yes or no, like, they, they would have no yeah. clue. Mm-hmm. And that they're solely basing it off the results. Mm-hmm. But uh, other two things to talk about in the game is the game two uh, ending, which is fucking crazy. Um, DRX had a huge lead. Um, they kind of threw it in the shitter. And then they go for a TP back door where um, Deft and Kingen both TP in the base. Kingen fucking TPs in front of everyone's face, so he gets it canceled. Deft TPs in. Uh, and his, his auto is literally in the air and the God. inhibitor response to finish yeah. the fucking game. Yep. And then they fucking lose. <laughs> they fucking lose. It was, it was heartbreaking. I uh, so I, I I watched it the day after, and uh, I was you know posting my reactions in uh, our our Discord. Uh, I I truly don't know how they had the heart to to play to play and reverse sweep following that game two loss. Like absolutely Dude, oh insane. I would have quit. I would have quit League of Legends, and and that would have been it. Uh, yeah, and only other thing to note is that fucking Zeka might be the best Silas in the tournament. It's between him fuck. and uh, him and Chovy for sure. Like both of them probably, probably played the fuck. best Siluses in the world. God, watching uh, watching the Silas um, uh, a Akali matchup, I, I feel like it's just one sided. I mean, Akali wins it based on the game. Yeah, but yeah, but it's, it's I mean, just so fun to watch. There's there's so many dashes like all mm-hmm. around. It's been it's been really fun seeing a lot of akali at the tournament because like i hate playing against and with akalis in my games but love watching it on the pro stage yeah definitely and, and put it in a, a game against silas where he's already got his two dashes and he steals your ultimate mm-hmm. it's so fun to fucking watch yeah, yeah. also def fucking one he's in semifinals on his birthday he won on his birthday yeah did you guys know it was his, his birthday, birthday? <laughs> i didn't know that and it's what, what what was the amount of time how many days since like thousand something it was eight years yeah, eight years since he's been in semis. Whoa. Crazy. Absolutely cool. crazy. Do you want to make quick predictions for um, the games next week and then we can move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So T1 JDG. T1. I think it's, I think JDG wins 3-1. Oh, I think I think it's going to be 3-2. I think it's going to go five games. It's going to be really, really close. Uh, and this is my um, super hot fire prediction. Uh, the winner of this wins the wins the tournament. I think this is the world finals right here. Yeah, I don't think that's actually that hot of a take. 
<laughs> maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I, mean, I, th- I think there's three teams that can compete for World's <laughs> Last. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, uh, t- to me, I think it's going to be T1, probably 3-2. Um, I, I made the mistake of not picking a Korean team to win in quarters, and <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. I, okay. I need to stick with my tried and true strat of if there's a Korean team, the Korean team wins. And only if it's Korea versus Korea, like it will be in the finals, will I have to make hard choices. Okay, fair enough. What's crazier between these for like pickums? Because like obviously like there's a lot of normies who like do pickums and stuff like that. What's crazier between um, uh, in in quarters, twenty percent of people picked Rogue to beat JDG, <laughs> or is it crazier that only fifteen percent of people are choosing JDG to beat T one? <laughs> Oh, you know, I I thought in the, I thought at the very beginning, I thought when you said anything about rogue that like, it would be that a hundred percent, but then you said 15% of people are picking JDG. I'm seeing right now 18% for JDG, which still, very high, which it it, to me is, is like a 55, 45 probably. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really close. Um, uh, I'm gonna. I can see oh though. man, I'm so, I'm still gonna go rogue. I think there was a zero percent chance. Rogue. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, what's crazier between those? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. there should have been a zero percent chance that rogue ever wins that. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and if it and if it was an upset, so be it. But there's no shot. There's no shot. We we were out here saying that rogue had a chance it, in that series. It should have been less than five percent. <laughs> Crazy. Is it crazier that there's some people thinking that TRX is going to be Genji? <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't that that's that crazy. Like, especially coming off of like a hype series yeah. against EDG, and like, I I I, I don't worst know players if... in five out of five roles, man. <laughs> yeah, but I think that people also like like to convince themselves of the narrative where they're like. Gen G won in the regular season, but now DRX is coming back for revenge worlds. <laughs> like people want to get on in on that narrative. Um, but like there there's a reason that they weren't able to beat Gen G in in Korea and, and probably won't be able to do it again on the world stage. I just feel like I don't know, I think Gen G is an infinitely better team. Uh, I think they've been a little bit sloppy. I think DRX has worse players at every single role. I think their highlights were obviously deft and uh um Zeka. Um, Zeka, obviously, the fact that he is one of the best Silas's. The problem is, uh, Shitofi's probably the other best Silas, so it's not like you're just fucking getting free Silas picks either mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I think it's a three O Genji, like easy peasy. Interesting. Um, I think it'll probably three oh, one Genji. Yeah, I'd say I think it's probably three one, just because I think that Genji. there's a pretty good chance that like one game. Zeka hard gaps Chovy and like just pops the fuck off, but I don't think it happens more than once. Like I, I definitely see it as possible where like if they're just you know tossing the Silas back and forth that one of those games Zeka just pops the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I very highly doubt that they can actually take the series. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. This is yeah. a, a good series. Um. Aiden, I think you're leading our pickums right now. Uh, like out of us three, uh, yeah, 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 out of us. I think are there's a couple the... league cast fans that are above us, but yeah. Oh, Colton's not in a in the the group. What's your how many, how many points, points you, you have, have right now? Yeah, um, I have sixty nine. 
I'm at Sick, 102. Actually. I'm sorry, 65. Wait, actually? No, you're no, not. No. <laughs> I was going to say, 104 is max. That's why I was confused. I was like, no, oh, I'm shit. at 61. I'm not doing okay. great. <laughs> I'm at 74. Nice. My, my, my group's picks did not go very well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and crystal ball, uh, we're all getting fisted on crystal ball. <laughs> oh, I want to change mine so badly. I, uh, I have, I have Gingy as my crystal ball, which I guess I should be thankful that it, there's still a chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> like, how about you guys? What are cool. you? What are yours? Uh, we, I Gingy for like the team. Gingy, yeah. I, see. I think all of us did. Yeah, I, I had Gingy to win. Um, I think. Oh, interesting. I, I, okay. <laughs> I don't know a lot of these if they've actually. It, it, no, we're getting fisted on all of them. When we talked about it, don't worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's it for Worlds coverage, I suppose. Do you yeah. want to go into the NordVPN ad? Yes. You sure do. Hey, it's NordVPN. Y- you know, those guys that give you high quality encryption and threat protection as well as VPN services for your internet browsing and internet traffic. Did you know that they have a whole bunch of new plans where you can get cool stuff like uh, password generation and an encrypted file locker? Did, did you know that, Aiden? You've been gone I for a while. I didn't know that. Yeah, and did you also know that you can get four months for free and a fatty discount if you go to NordVPN.com? I did know that because they're awesome. <laughs> if you go to NordVPN.com forward slash leadcast, they are awesome. That's right. It's true. They're giving you four months for free and a fatty discount as well as a 30-day money-back guarantee if you're a crazy person and don't like it but you're not a crazy person because you listen to our show and all of our listeners are great and they're also great because they go to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast and sign up for the standard plan the bonus plan the plus or the complete plan with nordvpn and they get some really high quality product they can connect to servers all over the place if they need to uh watch a show that isn't available in your region or you know i I don't know avoid try and go to websites that are region blocked because of uh your stupid government who says no you can't go to this website Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can go to whatever website i want with nordvpn by using the code or the the link nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast thanks so much to nord hell yeah nord thank you nord let's move into roundtable Hell yeah, I haven't done Roundtable in fucking forever, dude. Um, uh, anyways, last week's question, though, what was it? It was, I'm um, pulling up the document, it was, why are you stuck at your current rank? I'm not stuck at my current rank. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, but uh, let's, let's read some uh, listener answers. We actually have a billion, dude. This is no, the most discussion. You're stuck at your current rank because you keep dodging series. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I, I was think- instructed to, to read Drew's, by the way. I don't know if you included. Oh yeah, it. I saw. I was. Uh, I, I deleted it, but uh, I didn't know that you posted that there. It was um, top lane sucks. No, it, it, was, it was junglers like, and bot laners basically. Yeah, yeah. That's his reason. Hey, the hey, we have so much. We had like fucking a hundred answers in our fucking Discord. Yeah. Um, and pretty. Well, I would say eighty-five percent of them is uh, my teammates are bad, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is very funny to me. But anyways, I'll read a couple of them. From our Twitter, Dragon uh, Tamer said, the game backlog for someone who's a completionist is extensive. I want to climb and play ranked and learn, but I also want to play other games too. Full-time job sucks as well. Yeah, dude, playing other games eats up so much time. I've been trying to yeah. play like a, a different PlayStation game like every couple weeks, uh, and I've played very little League this year, because of it, but I've had a fucking blast. I've played so many new games, so it's been great. I, I want to finish near Replicant so bad, but I just yeah. want to play a solo queue. <laughs> and dude, fucking God of War 2 comes out in like two weeks. I know. Ooh. 
I'm so excited. Um, Rusty Monk uh, or Monkey said, um, nine out of ten games on my teammates getting killed in griefing, fighting amongst themselves, typing too much, AFKing, or first timing rank. One in time is me getting kills from the other nine out of ten games that I've lost that day, and I didn't call it quits. Also, I lose uh, twenty two and gain eleven. <laughs> that seems like the bigger <laughs> oh issue. My God. That's funny. Holy um, shit. From our Discord, uh, Little Barnabas said, I'm answering for Legends of Terra. I get to Diamond playing meta decks and then start to play Silly decks. I'm not sure if I put in the time. I'm sure if I put in the time, I can make Master Deer. That's that's fun, though. Um, Sharky uh, said, My time management is awful and I can't commit enough to climb in ranked. Actual Reordal says, I've literally never tried to play past Gold 4 and I feel like ranked in low elo is too toxic to try and climb higher and I just enjoy getting the skin each season. However, this is also due to me mostly playing Aram and rotating game modes more than playing Summoner's Rift. That's a fun way to play though, just getting your skin and calling it quits. Yeah. Um, Brandon said, I'm a very emotional player. I tilt very easily and I'm still in the process of working on myself to not get too emotional, but with autism, it feels like fighting a pro boxer with no training and one hand tied, tied behind your back. It's kind of why, uh, kind of why I take, uh, have taken a back, a step back from rank for the rest of the season so that when I start to climb for next season, I'll have some tools not to get too emotional till it's easy. That seems like you have a really good understanding of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Wallace, uh, fucking Colton's duo queue partner recently, uh, <laughs> said i i feel like uh i'm not disciplined enough uh as i feel i should be when it comes to climbing and solo queue heard cold and nick say that so many times that on the show how aiden is the best solo queue player among them because he knows when to utilize dodges to stop playing after two losses and followed self-imposed rules like that i think i need to continue improving on all these self-imposed rules create more and watch replays slash take notes of mistakes to clean up my overall gameplay yeah Aiden, i think you're by far the best uh solo queue player among us <laughs> I don't do any of that anymore, but it's also because I've played so little that when I was going to yeah. play, I literally just fucking needed to slam out games, whether they were wins or losses, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which mm-hmm. also isn't a good way of doing it. But when I was like really, really trying, I feel like I was pretty, I guess, rigid with my rules that I would set for myself. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, this week's roundtable question is uh, right here. It is what role slash class do you think needs some love from Riot and why? Um, I'll go first. None. I think all the Ooh. roles are uh, are pretty fine right now. Um, I do think like botlane is like the the strongest roles uh, currently, like in solo queue. Um, with the caveat that like I think the difference between the strongest role being like eighty carry and support, um, probably similar to one another, being like very minimal a few percentage points like at the very most mm-hmm. uh between like probably jungle and top lane um i i don't think top lane is really that bad um but i i, I can understand that it is it is frustrating there are frustrating aspect aspects about it i just don't think the like i don't think the power of the role is that that low yeah i mean nick you and i talked about it a little bit i don't think you fully agree with me but my whole perspective is that like it's fine for roles to have less impact. Like that's a very normal thing in Mm -hmm. any team like game. If you look at any sport, there is positions in sports that have less impact and that doesn't like, they're still a part of the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, The only thing that I think makes it a little bit different for a game like League of Legends is that your team changes every game. So therefore, if you're playing a, and I'm doing air quotes here, lower impact position, right? Then your team rotating around you is a variable that you can't control and your amount of control that you have is 
limited compared to other roles. Um, that being said, it's also a game where you can fucking play any role that you want. You can literally queue up for any role that you want and do whatever the fuck you want, uh, which is fine. The reality is I don't think it's actually mm-hmm. that bad. I do think it's lower impact, but you can also change your play style, right? Like, I mean, I was saying earlier that I just fucking don't care about top lane as much, right? I either A, coin flip my lane, just have fun, or I focus on early TPing bottom, roaming early down for dragons, doing anything to make sure the power points of my team are yeah. winning. Yeah. Which, and I guess that's that's my perspective. I don't, sorry, if you're finished. I was just going to say, like, the, the counterpoint to that, Nick, is that I, I want to fucking play the game and have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? mm-hmm. And if, 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 like, the best way to play the game is not a very fun way, that kind of does suck. Um, that being said, it, you can play top lane and fucking win. Just play shit that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's kind of how I feel, too. Like, um, I, I know this has gotten brought up a, a lot of the times, but I, I feel like, you know, when... 80 carries are good. Like you have to the change the 80 carry that you're playing to fit that. Like, you know, it's, it's very hard to be a, a Caitlin player when she's bad. Right. And I think that is sort of what I would extend to solo lanes. Um, like if, if you're, if you're saying your role is weak and it doesn't have a lot of impact, I feel like I, like I am going to make the argument that you should just change the way you're playing that role to better fit the meta um which i think can be extended to every to every role right like you're not going to play farming junglers when farming is weak um you're not going to play you're not going to play mages mid when mages are weak um and i i think that extends to top lane but it, it gets sort of a pass um because it does have way more like additional frustrating aspects um to the game like counterpick basically doesn't exist the the way it does for top lane for any other role um, and for that, I totally, totally understand. Like, yeah, it feels like absolute shit when you get counterpicked and weak sided, like, and ganked a million times and your bot lane still loses. Like, yeah, okay. There's nothing you can do to change that. Like, you're not going to win that game. And that was out of your hands. Like, I, I do understand that. But then I like, it is hard for me to, at the same time, then hear the argument when Aatrox is a hundred percent presence at worlds um despite only being like 49 percent win rate in solo queue you know yeah no I, I mean the easiest way for me to like distance myself from it is like looking at like mid and i know mid isn't top but like i think i can have a discussion about it is like if i look at like an assassin player when 80 assassins are weak as fuck which by the way is my roundtable answer i think 80 assassins should be offed <laughs> um but like if I, I if i look at that i go on one hand i go fucking play a mage dumbass right <laughs> like yeah rules and we play mage but on the other hand i also go i kind of understand like wanting to play your 80 assassins and being a little bit upset that you feel like you don't have impact playing something even though that's what you enjoy playing right mm-hmm. it, it, you can have both those things be true at the same time yeah yeah yeah, for sure um, for sure but i i definitely understand it from that perspective pretty well yeah i do it, it's just i guess from my interactions with people who are adamant about this it feels like um like top laners are more resistant to changing their play style. Yeah, for sure. And, and maybe that's my extremely anecdotal like experience. Like I interact with, I don't know, a handful of top laners in our discord exclusively. Me and Drew who are the same person. And then like maybe shark or I, I don't know if Poe yeah. mains top lane still, <laughs> All but of like our disciples. Yeah, exactly. People who, who only play that role and only play specific champions in that role. Like, yeah, if those champions are weak, I can understand your frustration, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, argue against that for sure. It's just, it's just funny that like, 
if um like if Samir is weak but 80 carries are strong as a whole it feels like the answer to me would be like why are you playing Samir I play something else right mm-hmm. I, and, and, and maybe it's just, easier just to say that credit, about 80 carries also on the other hand would go it would be nice if Samir was strong <laughs> yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah no I think we're on the same page sorry now. to sorry to tangent that out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'll answer because I didn't say anything yet. Um, I, I agree generally that, like, I don't think any role or class needs a ton of love. Like, I, I think the game is in a pretty good state. Um, the, the two that I would probably look at would be, um, like, tanks. Because I feel like they do have a potential to do, like, way too much damage. Um, where you like get like the Zack mid with Sunfire demonic, but who's still like just one hitting your backline and unkillable. Like that is very unfun to play against. Sucks when you're um, perfectly cutting an Orn for twelve seconds and then die to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I will. I will say, fucking Sunfire's damage is way too, way too strong. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't understand how that hasn't been nerfed yet. But yeah, that's yeah. a good meme. Um, the other one I would say more so is like mage supports as like a subclass Boo. because like i think that they're so shit for the game in most circumstances and i would love if there was like better options for them but it's it feels like when you like see mage supports it's gonna be like they're gonna pop off and deal more damage than your mid laner because they have two champions they get to get kills on bot lane and the mid laner only gets one or they're going to be completely useless and in either situation like the 80 carry is just going to be like sitting there like watching the lane happen um it it almost feels like when you're um support locks in ash or senna like mm-hmm, okay yeah. yeah we might win this game and maybe it's it's even good but like fuck this isn't going to be fun yeah right we're, we're yeah i feel like those two fit that role as well where it's like the support is not playing to support and they don't really have options to so much on that on a lot of those characters where it's like okay well they like their mythic is gonna have to be like a ludens or you know a eclipse so they're gonna try and steal kills and they're gonna play selfishly um and if you know I don't know how they would do it in terms of like adjusting those champions or itemization to make it feel less miserable to have like a, a brand support or a Zareth support. Either that or like give them different, you know, adjustments to keep them out of support and make them good at mid again. Well, I would I would hope that they would lean into like the trifecta in the in the bot lane of like um enchanters tanks are uh engage and, and poke um whereas like i i think that's sort of been the missing link for a while is like poke mages have been pretty bad um which then kind of narrows down the class to enchanters and um uh, uh engage supports pretty exclusively yeah, it feels like all three are never really that good at the same time which is fine like i think it's fine to have like different levels of power mm-hmm. um but it'd be cool if it like I mean I th- the reality is you can play almost everything support yeah um, yeah carries but that's just yeah it does feel like it, it, like mage supports damage dealing supports are like the have gotten the short end of the stick more frequently than the other roles for sure the other archetypes awesome cool. good discussion that's roundtable yeah. it's round if you want, 
if you want to tell us what what uh, role or class you think needs some love, you can hit us up on our uh, uh, on our Twitter at LeeCast. You can send us an email at middleleecastpodcast.com or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash LeeCast. Uh, let's move into MailFight. Our first email is from Casey. Uh, hey, LeeCast crew. Just got a little lesson in positive self-talk uh, that I thought would be interesting to share for the cast. I was watching some chess content specifically. Sounds not interesting, you nerd. Let's go to the next email. <laughs> video of the Botez sisters playing with Magnus Carlsen, the world champion. Uh, Alexandra Botez asked him, if you could go back in time and tenure, tell your 10-year-old self anything, what would it be? When I hear that question, my mind goes straight to advice I would give myself or problems I would try to avoid. But Magnus said, I don't know. It would be, you're going to grow up and you're going to be awesome. Just keep up the good work. That may feel like a non-response, but I actually love it. That vote of confidence that he gives himself probably means more than any particular advice he could give. Uh, but he's also acknowledging that it takes work. Um, applying that to my own league gameplay, uh, it made me realize how I can sabotage myself with messages like, I know I'm not very good. I just need to try to not throw. Uh, it seems so much healthier to tell myself I'm going to be awesome. I just need to keep working. Anyway, I'd be curious to hear your reactions to that. Any thoughts you have about the messages we tell ourselves? Casey. Just tell yourself um, lottery numbers. What the fuck? <laughs> True. <laughs> What's this and then you can shit? buy And then you can buy niece coaching. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can buy two sessions. That's just a little sessions. funny meme. Two sessions um, of niece coaching. No, I think, uh, I think that's a really good like perspective to have. And part of the reason why... like. I personally don't look at um, like an OPGG before the game or, or like during the game or whatever um, is because I do think it puts you in a mindset of like, wow, I'm playing against the 60% win rate Darius. Like, okay, the game's over for me. Like you're already in a negative, you know, mind space and it's even harder for you mm-hmm. to overcome. Um, or you get that the reverse of that where you're like, holy shit, this, this Darius is silver. Like there's no fucking world I'm losing this. And when you lose, like because you're overconfident it's like it's even worse it is funny because i i I think it's a little different for one uh, this is a different discussion so maybe i'm getting a little off track Mm -hmm. but i think it's interesting is um i think looking at op.ggs is very important as one trick um because i very much know how to limit test everything meaning i know that if someone's good at a character or bad at a character a first time a character or a master of a character um i can play the lane in different ways to get different levels of advantages um Mm -hmm. Which is like I think it's like mm-hmm. actually super useful information that I shouldn't be able to get. Which it sounds like they're fixing next year. So I fucking yeah, hope right. so. Someone flame Where, me for my for my blungle pick. I, I think that yeah, it makes a really good point that if you have really good like deep matchup knowledge, right? Like knowing that this is a good Camille versus a bad Camille, it's like that could go from a you know like if it's if it's a first time Camille, you win the lane. If it's a okay Camille, it's even. If it's a good Camille, you're just gonna get shit on. Like mm-hmm. you're right, like knowing that and being able to play around it's important i i generally don't really look and as i've been playing a little bit with trevor he always looks and it's just funny because every game he's like upset about something in the op.gg yeah where he's like this guy's a fucking smurf like why is their whole team 50 lp higher than everyone on our team Mm -hmm. um but i feel like he also then just like it never points out the other things where it's like one game we're like yeah, this Evelyn's that fucking crazy Smurf, and I was like, yeah, but their mid laner's got like a twenty percent win rate on that pick. You should be able to smash it, him. It is really funny to to listen to people describe their their solo queue like journey. Uh, I'm not gonna name names, but one of our one of our <laughs> listeners <laughs> posted like a like a six or seven game loss streak on top lane, and then said like, um, 
it's all junglers and bot laners, but I don't think he went positive in any of those games, um, like KD wise, and then uh, had like extremely poor uh, like scores in in a lot of them, and like I, that, I it's easy to say that. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, and it's easy to say that from the outside looking in, and like you know, I wasn't there. Maybe he played like absolutely perfectly, and you know, that's mm, just or maybe how like the, the jungler, maybe the jungler did come top at like level two feed the opponent double buffs and like steal three quarters of a wave and, and also fucked the wave state. So it's a freeze for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, and also Tom yeah. can spit him into fountain to get him more deaths. You don't mm-hmm, know. If that mm-hmm. did. Yeah. And like, also that's, that's all fucking possible. killed his mom. That's crazy. Uh, um, no, but uh, I just, but was just funny. to give that person credit. If they're listening is, uh, I don't think I've ever looked at a single person who's ever said, um, I've been getting fucked by my team and then looked at their match history and haven't seen the fact that they've like, seemingly fed in 35 to 40 percent of their games higher than the 10 percent you would expect right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's um <laughs> it's it, it was just funny and definitely like you know definitely not calling him out but yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> it was it was funny to have that juxtaposition it's definitely easier to see to think why you're losing games when you're in the heat of it than someone else looking mm-hmm. at it yeah for sure yeah uh to jump back to the email like I, th- I think that that advice is like really good advice. I think it probably comes a little bit from the mindset of like a lot of people, if you really ask them, like if you could go back in your life and like change X or Y, like would you? And most people would be like, no, because like ultimately like that's part of what makes me me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that probably stems from this a little bit where it's like, again, like as, as much as there are things in my past, like I wish I had done like better or differently, like I wouldn't really go back and change it. That is really good advice to give to, uh, young world champion of chess, Magnus Carlson, (laughs) instead Mm. of just like random average Joe, you know, (laughs) that, that too, of just like keep working. But yeah, no, like the, the whole thing of, yeah, just like, Hey, you're doing good. Keep working on it. That's, that's, I think it's a really good, healthy perspective. No, it is. Yeah, I, I, I think it's funny though. Um, also, have you guys looked into any of that fucking chess drama, by the way? Yeah, I've been God, following it's so it juicy. Pretty... Actually, the lawsuit's fucking crazy. It's actually yeah. so juicy. Insane. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, cool. Thank Thanks, you Casey. for the email, Casey. Next email is from uh, Dolly Maru. Hey, it's Yalat Dolly Maru here. I'm writing this a few weeks ago on the podcast. You guys talked about champions who should have a family member in the game. Well, this reminded me of when I first started playing League. I designed a few champion that decided to send to Riot as concepts back in 2014 and 2015. And weird enough, these champion designs kind of seem very similar to champ reworks like Yone and Aatrox. I was more so wondering if you guys know if Riot really does take fan feedback or ideas to make champions. And if I find my old artwork and designs, I'll definitely send them in. Thanks for making an awesome podcast. Love you boys and have a good one. Dali Maru. Uh, so, I mean, I like, imagine they do, right? Yes. Like, like first answer is like, th- yes, they, they do read them. They look at the feedback. I, I think generally they don't put a lot of weight into it because mm-hmm. I'm sure they get like a hundred champion submissions a, a week. And, and they're all bad realistically 99 of them are probably not very good um there was an era of league cast where we would get fucking 10 champion concepts a week yeah we uh we've specifically banned champion concepts from male fight um not because i think listeners have done 
historically a bad job of designing characters. Um, but that they've de- they've done a bad job of designing characters that are good for audio content. <laughs> that and, and, and here's think, how his E scales. I don't think he understands. <laughs> yeah, I think that part of the issue around champion design, like from people who don't actually make champions often, is like a lot of times you'll get something and you'll be like, oh, okay, that's an interesting passive. Like, oh, that Q sounds really good. Wait, what the fuck did you put on his W? What? Like, yeah, then you get a character like <laughs> Renata. There, there's there's always a couple things where you're just like, okay, wait, that went too far. Or like, um, wow, this is really hard to follow. And in your mind, it flows perfectly. Like you're st- yeah. swapping and like Udyr, um, But in reality, you have like old Scions kit in mm-hmm. terms of but, cohesiveness. But I, I can also imagine that a lot of this like just kind of sits in the back of their head where that like maybe when they come up with something, it was based on your idea and they don't even remember it. Or they say, like, hey, that's a really cool Q design. I'm not a huge fan of the rest of the champion, but maybe we can make that work on something else or, like, merge that with these things. Um, or it, in reality, they fucking plagiarize you, Dalimir. Take them to court for all their yeah, worth. Yeah, or they plagiarize you. Uh, I, I was going to say, like, lastly, like, as, as similar as in your head, like, champion designs are going to be, like... I can only imagine how many thousand like proposals for like a wind swordsman samurai riot received before they put Yasuo in the game. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, it was not probably based on 99% of those. Mm -hmm. That's just like an archetype that exists. Right. Where it's like, if I submitted the idea of, I don't know, like a, a fire-based mage. I, and before Brand came out, I'm like, oh, they they based Brand off me. It's like, no, dude, they're like there were fire-based mages and a million other things before mm-hmm. I ever came up with that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, definitely. We have a channel specifically for that on our Discord, uh, where people like to read and uh, and and you mm-hmm. know, give their feedback on it. Yeah, the one uh, thing we do know, though, is for sure they do listen specifically to us because they stole our idea from Mundo Cleaver getting stuck <laughs> in the back so and you tearing it out. And they didn't go with it because they were too afraid. They they realized that they we put that sued, in the game. So. Well, not only yeah, we would have sued. Them, I, I, I swear. They were, they were just afraid because they knew if they put in one of our ideas, the community would love it so much they'd have to start putting in all of our ideas and fix their <laughs> game. Then they have to give Singe poison different effects, and yeah, they'd have to rework the poison system and like make Tarek ascended. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ascended Tarek. Put it. Can't in the have game. any of that. Can't have. Put any it in that. the game. <laughs> um, awesome. Thank you, Dali Maru, and that'll do it for this episode of Leadcast. If you want to send us an email, it is mail at leadcastpodcast.com. You can watch us on Twitch, twitchtv bluebasket and leadcastfrost. Tweet at us uh, on, on Twitter, where Leadcast. On Facebook, we're Leadcast. Um, visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com, and join our Discord server, discord.gg slash leadcast. Finally, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.